0: David Posternock is a world champion bronze medalist, and Brad Marchand went under the knife. We're going to talk about all this and more on today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. You're Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I am your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the NHL. Today is Monday, May 30th. Happy Memorial Day to all of you in America. And this episode is brought to you by BetOnline. BetOnline has you covered this season with more props, Odds and lines than ever before. Bet online where the game starts. I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Bruins a daily listen. The podcast is free and available wherever you get podcasts. We're also on YouTube, so you can catch the podcast in video form. Uh, please do subscribe, audio and video, rate and review if you can drop a comment in the YouTube page and uh, that would all be very much appreciated if you're on Twitter and Instagram you can find the podcast at locked NHL Bruins and you can find me my dad jokes and hockey tweets at Ian C McLaren I'm a lifelong Bruins fan been covering this team for various outlets for about 17 years and I The Bruins dropped some fairly big news on Friday evening in the form of an injury update on Brad Marchand. On May 27th, Bruins forward Brad Marchand underwent successful hip arthroscopy and a labral repair on both hips. Uh, The surgery took place in New York, And recovery time is approximately six months. So if you extrapolate six months from uh, May 27th, you're into June, July, August, September, October, November. It's quite possible that Brad Marchand does not make his 2021-22 season debut until perhaps uh, Thanksgiving. Which would be obviously a huge loss for the Bruins and could set them back, especially if Patrice Bergeron does not return to uh, to the team. Now, when it comes to this particular injury, um, you know Tim Thomas back in 2010 had this procedure on one hip, came back. Had one of the best seasons of his career, if not all time. Uh, David Posternock underwent the surgery a couple years ago, as did Tuka Rask last summer, uh, although we know that he was not able to return uh, after complications. When it comes to labral tears in both hips, uh, a player who had this done recently was Braden Point. Of the Tampa Bay Lightning Uh, 2019 he was 23 years old and he had this procedure done Uh, he described playing with the injury as having shooting pain he said you're dealing with it and you're just like God I wish I didn't have this this is from a uh, athletic article from Joe Smith back in 2019. Now labral tears are pretty common among hockey players, especially because of forceful and repetitive nature of you know, hip movement while you're skating. Um, the labrum is a cartilage structure that runs along the rib socket. It provides cushion and flexibility to help the hip joint Uh, Tears are caused or can be caused by a singular hit or, more typically, repetitive motions and general wear and tear. Uh, Your hip will click, pop, lock up. There can be sharp pain when bending or rotating. And Braden Point said uh, he noticed a tear in his second year in the league, a couple years before getting the surgery. Uh, He scored 32 goals played in all 82 games despite the injury he said the biggest thing is mobility he was pretty locked up didn't have much range don't feel very comfortable out there very restrictive you can't do what you want can't work out and train the way you want to get stronger or faster and after getting the surgery he said it felt really good to get it all behind him it's pretty remarkable that Brad Marchand, therefore, was able to score 32 goals and add 48 assists to lead the team in scoring with 80 points in 70 games this past season. Uh, He also led the team in scoring in the playoffs with 11 points in 7 playoff games against the Carolina Hurricanes. Now, I wonder about how... Quickly, he'll be able to rebound at age 34, uh, and from both hips having to be repaired. Uh, again, tukarask had the surgery on one hip last summer in his mid 30s. Tried to come back, wasn't able to. Obviously, it's different movements with uh, goaltending as to as opposed to skating. Uh, But it's still something to, I don't know if it's something to be concerned about, but certainly something to hope for the best for. Hopefully Brad Marchand, fully fixed up, and can come back and be the kind of player that we know he can be. A lot of people sent me this news on Twitter, pointed to his trade value, what have you. Obviously. If that was even a consideration, this would put a bit of a a wrinkle into things, but his value would still obviously be high. Um, does it affect Patrice Bergeron's decision? Either way. Um, is Patrice thinking, all right, Brad's getting fixed up. So maybe midseason he'll be back in full form. We can take another run at this. Or is he thinking, Eve? maybe the team isn't going to be as good to begin the season without him. Possible that they could stumble early in the playoff race. Is it worth coming back with this uncertainty? Uh, You could look at it either way. And ultimately, it's his decision. And hopefully, that will be made before the draft free agency so the Bruins can make some contingency plans. But... As of right now, what we know is that Brad Marchand has had his hips fixed and it's an expected recovery time of six months, meaning a target return or season debut of around uh, Thanksgiving. Hopefully it's sooner than that, but that would be uh, the six month range. So all the best to Brad in his recovery. Uh, can't wait to see him back on the ice. Despite what people may think, I still want him in black and gold, and he remains one of my all time favorite Boston Bruins players. Now, Bet Online is the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. You can find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's basketball playoffs. Congrats to the Celtics for advancing to the nba finals Uh, also some stanley cup playoff odds major league baseball scores ufc fights even some nfl futures bet online is your continued source for all sport wagering information from live betting playoffs esports and more head to the website today use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action at bet online where the game starts Gil Martin here, host of the Locked On NHL podcast. Join me every Monday for the three biggest stories from across the NHL, including how newly traded players are fitting in around the league. Check out the Locked On NHL podcast every Monday, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you so much again for making Locked On Boston Bruins your first listen every day. The podcast is free and available on all podcast platforms as well as on youtube for your next listen i recommend the locked on now podcast it's a daily analysis of the previous night's games from our local experts now the 2022 iihf world championship wrapped up over the weekend uh there were two bruins who were in contention for medals heading into the weekend. Uh, Finland-USA in one semifinal. Jeremy Swayman uh, backstopping the Americans in that one. And then on the other side, you had Canada versus Czechia. David Pasternak and, of course, former Bruin David Krejci. Unfortunately, neither Swayman nor... Posternak slash Krejci were able to advance to the finals. Finland defeating USA by a score of four to three in the semifinal, and then Canada defeating Czechia by a score of six to one. So that set up a US versus Czechia bronze medal game in which the Czechs came out on top. Thanks to a hat-trick from David Pasternak. Uh, The Czechs scored six third-period goals en route to an 8-4 comeback win over the U.S. in the bronze medal game. Uh, Czechia's first medal since 2012. Now, part of uh, the decision... In this game was factored by the fact that the Americans were playing with only four regular defensemen. Uh, It was Seth Jones, Nate Schmidt, Andrew Peake, and Luke Hughes. The U.S. Blue Line had been decimated by injuries, uh, COVID-19 issues, and a departure due to family issues. So they were down to four defensemen in both the semifinal game And the bronze medal game, uh, which obviously will be difficult to uh, handle for any team, no matter how uh, good you might be. Uh, Jeremy Swayman, you know, he did as best he could under those circumstances. And uh, ultimately, he... Made, uh, how many saves did he make in this game? I believe he made, uh, 25 saves in this one. Uh, former Bruin Carson Kuhlman opened the scoring for Team USA. He added another goal late in the first. It was 2 2 at that point. And then, uh, it was all Czechia from there as they won by a score of, uh, yeah, 8-4 in this one. Oh, here's the American stats. So Jeremy Swayman, 32 shots against, 7 goals allowed. So not his finest performance. But again, playing behind four defensemen, that is going to put you back. For the tournament, he was still one of the top goaltenders. Um He uh, finished with a save percentage of 90.97, a couple of shutouts, 2.23 goals against average. His numbers took a huge hit over the weekend. He was one of the top goalies in the tournament uh, until that medal round, and uh, unfortunately for him, the American defenseman hit that wall. But on the other side... David Pasternak had an excellent tournament, earning the bronze medal and ending his hockey season on a very, very high note, uh, finishing with the bronze medal, the first in 10 years for his uh, home country. Uh, Pasternak, in fact, finished the tournament in a tie for the goals lead. Uh, Dylan Cousins and Pierre-Luc Dubois from a silver medal-winning Team Canada squad finished with seven goals each in ten games. Posternak finished with seven goals, but he only appeared in seven games. Uh, so he gets the advantage there. He also had three assists for ten total points. Uh, his linemate, Roman Trevenka, finished the tournament with a uh, best 17 points through 10 games. uh, Three more than Drake Batherson of Team Canada. So Finland wins the gold, defeating Canada in overtime. Uh, Our boy Pasta, along with David Krejci, earning the bronze medal. Tough end for Jeremy Swayman and co, but he played uh, fantastic. And uh, Bruins fans, Team USA... Family, friends, should all be very proud of the effort that he put forth. I did want to add a quick note about David Krejci. A lot of people tweeting at the Bruins, bring him back. I just don't see that happening at this point. You know, David Krejci made the decision to move home to Czechia to play for his hometown team. Uh, He's 36 years old. After one year back home, I can't see him uprooting his family once again and bringing them back. The whole point was to put down roots in his home country, uh, for his kids to be immersed in the culture, to develop relationships with their grandparents, and uh, it doesn't seem to make sense. That he would again uproot his family to move back after just one year. Obviously, he's still a great player, he still could be a valuable piece of the Bruins roster, but I don't know. I'm choosing to respect his decision to move home, and um, I can't, I don't see him reversing course um, at this point. But you never know. Gil Martin here, host of the Locked On NHL podcast. Join me every Monday for the three biggest stories from across the NHL, including how newly traded players are fitting in around the league. Check out the Locked On NHL podcast every Monday, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. All right, let's finish with some news and notes from around the NHL. A Game 7 going tonight in Carolina. Rangers, Hurricanes, 8 p.m. Eastern, see if uh, the Hurricanes continue their home and away. It's very frustrating to watch this team continue to uh, stumble on the road. Uh, they are, you know, 6-6 six and six in these playoffs. Everybody keeps talking about how good they are, but I don't see it. Um, and I do think the Lightning will beat. Whoever they play in the next round, especially with Andre Vasilevsky playing at such a high level, Western Conference uh, begins tomorrow night, Edmonton, Colorado, very excited to check out that series, McKinnon versus McDavid, it should be uh, one for the ages for sure. Happy retirement to Jason Spezza. He announced the end of his career after 19 seasons uh, to join the Toronto Maple Leafs front office. One of my uh, favorite non-Bruins over the years, having grown up in Ottawa, I always always continue to watch the Senators. So he was one of my favorite players as well. Uh, so all the best to him. And... Um, What else is going on out there? I think that's pretty much it for news and notes from around the NHL. Not really anything with regards to our Bruins, apart from, of course, the Brad Marchand developments. Now, over the weekend, I watched all of Season 4 of Stranger Things, Cannot recommend that highly enough, although there are some bits that uh, may be disturbing to some. They kind of really highlight the horror aspect of 80s nostalgia in this one, but still very entertaining and one of my favorite shows. And uh, my wife Lauren and I yesterday went to see Top Gun Maverick, which did not disappoint all uh, I was very hyped about this movie. Been looking forward to it, uh, you know. Was ready to see it a couple years ago before it was constantly delayed by COVID. And I love the original movie, and this one hit all kinds of nostalgia points while also bringing a pretty compelling new story. And the action sequences were amazing. I teared up a couple of times. I'll admit it. And, uh, yeah, if you're looking for, like, the perfect summer movie, cannot recommend that one enough. Anyways, again, happy Memorial Day, everybody. I hope you are all doing well. Thank you for sticking with Locked On Boston Bruins through the post-playoff push here. Uh, We have an eye on the draft. We'll start... Looking at that, the Bruins don't have a first-round pick, but we'll start to look at some of their best second-round picks of all time and uh, see what diamonds in the rough they might be able to pluck out of this year's draft. There's a lot of good players here in my town of Guelph who play for the Storm that could be available, including Danny Jilkin, who I'm very, uh, very, very high on. So yeah, happy Memorial Day, friends. Get out there. Enjoy fireworks, time with family, an adult beverage or two, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow here on the Locked On Boston Bruins Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day.